Hey gorgeous, it's Denise here and before we get into today's episode, I just want to let you know that I have a brand new version of my book, Chill and Prosper, coming out. You can get some incredible bonuses at denisedt.com slash prosper. This is the updated and expanded version of my book, Chillpreneur, with a brand new cover, brand new name, brand new case studies, and tons of incredible bonuses. Some of those bonuses are limited time, so make sure you go to denisedt.com slash prosper, grab your new copy of the book, and get all of your incredible bonuses as well. All right, enjoy today's episode. Start your business for the freedom of time Now you're tired of the hustle and grind There's gotta be a better way It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper Welcome to Chill and Prosper You're ready to chill and prosper With Denise Duffield Thomas Hey gorgeous, it's Denise here Welcome to this week's episode of Chill and Prosper Where we're talking about making things way chiller and way more prospery for you. Yes, we are. Now, you might know that I have a new version of my book, Chillpreneur, coming out, retitled Chill and Prosper. And if you haven't listened to the whole juicy gossip behind the scenes of why we did a new version, why we did a new cover, and why we changed the name, make sure you go and listen to that episode. I have no idea what number it is off the top of my head, but it is, um, yeah, like why I wrote a new book. I can't even remember what it was called but I I can link it in these show notes. (laughs) I know you're just so uh, organized today. Anyway, I wanted to talk about one of the concepts of the book and one of the most absolutely important concepts of the book, and that is the keyless life aspect. Now, if you haven't read the book before, so Chillpreneur um, was its first name. We've just done a completely new edition called Chill and Prosper. And we have a ton of bonuses as well for the new edition. So you can go and buy that from lots of different places. But there are links at um, denisedt.com slash prosper. And you will see all of the pre-order bonuses on there too. And also all of the book bonuses that you can grab. Um, now, the funny thing about this chapter, The Keyless Life, is that I didn't realize when I wrote this book that I had ADHD. In hindsight, it's incredibly obvious that I've had it my whole life, that I had it at school. Um, All I knew is that I lost my keys all the time. Uh, I lost them when I was at school and I would have to wait for my brother to come home from school or my mom to come home from work. I, when I lived in Sydney for the first time out of home, I would forget my keys. I'd have to wait for my flatmates. When I moved to London, the same thing happened. When Mark and I started living together, same thing happened. He would come home and I'd just be sat outside like, I forgot my keys. So I didn't know that that was an ADHD symptom. And so when I wrote the book, I just wanted to share this concept where I discovered um like to help me forget, like not forget my keys to create this keyless life. And it just meant to find ease and find ways to create ease and automation. So you don't have to stress about challenges that you have. The behind the scenes part of that is that I got diagnosed at age 42 with ADHD and people said to me, oh, wow, you totally wrote a business book for people with ADHD without even realizing that you did. So when I, I actually started using this process, the keyless life, when I had kids, because when it was just me 
okay, no big deal. Yes, it's boring to sit outside at your house for an hour waiting for someone to come home, but it's not that big a deal. But when I had kids, man, you can't do that. You can't sit outside with a crying baby who's also covered in poop because you forgot to take diapers and wipes out with you. So I got a new car that had a keyless entry thing on there. So you don't have to get the key out of your handbag. As long as you're near the car, you can just press the button and it will open. And I just went, oh my God, what a concept. Um, I had one of those electric car, like uh, electric garage door openers for one of our houses. And I went, oh, if I keep this in the car, I never even have to go in the front door. I can just go in there and I don't even have to worry about getting my keys out. And so it just felt like this new life for me where I went, wow, what else can I like automate? What else can I create a solution for so I don't have to just live in this stress life anymore? So I wanted to try and find as many shortcuts as possible. And that for me, that was things like putting things on auto pay, making sure that I wasn't missing credit card payments. And like some of you will just not even get that, right? Where you go, why would you ever not pay your bills on time? It, I just forgot sometimes to do it and then I was like oh wow sometimes when I work I don't eat properly so what if I get a meal delivery service what if I put um, locks on all of my houses then I never have to worry about keys I just have to remember a code wow what ease and then I started to look in into my business to kind of take that concept of keyless life where you don't have to be You don't have to carry things around. You don't have to remember things. Things will just happen without you thinking about it, okay? And so this is a a life philosophy, I think, about creating ease and eliminating friction, all right? So in the book, I outline a ton of different ideas about how you can do that. But I wanted to talk today about some of the things that you might not realize that you're doing that you're creating stress around too. Okay, so in the book, um, and this is chapter six in the new book of Chill and Prosper, I talk about going through your day and seeing where things are taking up more energy or friction than they need to. So this could be repetitive things that you find yourself saying or doing again and again that could be automated. It could be things that create arguments in your family like, hey, someone forgot to order dog food. Hey, we've run out of toilet paper. A lot of those things now can be put on subscriptions, auto renew, auto pay. Um, During the pandemic, when everyone was running out of toilet paper, I was like, ha ha, I've got a toilet paper subscription. Anyone want some toilet paper? I was like giving it out to my friends like candy. I was like, would you like some toilet paper? Because I have a subscription with a company called Who Gives a Crap? And they send you a box of toilet paper and it's they also um, match your donation. They build toilets in countries that that don't have that infrastructure. So it felt really good, but it was more than that. It felt good, but it was like, oh, I never have to think about buying toilet paper ever again. The things that could cause you stress might be so tiny and little that you, you kind of dismiss them um, as not important or you being a diva. One thing that stressed me out a lot was phone charges because I'd sit down and I'd want to plug in my phone and I'd, I'd go, who stole my freaking charger? 
And chances are you actually have a lot of chargers around for your phone and your laptop, but they're probably put in drawers or they're like in your travel bag or they're in your car or whatever. So go and find all of those and put them everywhere. So in our house, we've got them in our little, we call it our huggle room. So this is where we watch TV, where we snuggle and huggle. It's our huggle. Um, We have them on both sides of the couch. So we we don't have to go, hey, unplug that one and bring it over here because my my iPad's about to run out. Um, we have them there. We have them on either side of our bed. We have them in our offices. We have them in the kitchen. We have them in the lounge room. We have them in our cars. We have multiple ones in our cars now because we have this multiple devices. Um, and so that was so simple. But I actually, it took up a lot of bandwidth every day of going, I'm not ready to just jump into work. I'm not ready to... Um, it just wasn't easy for me. So that might not be a, a thing for you. It might not be an issue at all, but there could be other things that create annoyance for you. And each one of those things takes up just a little bit of your bandwidth, you know, and you never know what is going to just suck the life out of you where you don't have energy to write your book. You don't have energy to launch your new program because you're dealing with like the death of a thousand paper cuts where it's just like, oh, there's so much friction and so much annoyance in my life every single day that I, I'm exhausted by the end of the day. Um, I don't have any bandwidth left to give. And when you, this is a real life philosophy of going, it's allowed to be easy. It's allowed to be chilled. It's allowed to be enjoyable. And I'm allowed to have convenience and ease. Now, I actually felt really guilty about this when we built our new house there were things that I wanted to put in the house that just were just bumping up against my limit of what I was allowed to have. One of those things was underfloor heating in my bathroom. And okay, this is total rich person problem, so please don't send me hate mail about this. But um, when we were building the house, they were like, do you want underfloor heating in the bathroom? And my first thought was, what kind of freaking diva do you think I am that I can't handle having cold feet in the winter? I was like, what? And then they were like, look, it's actually not that expensive in the grand scheme of doing a bathroom. So you may as well have it if you want it. But you know what? I felt so guilty about that. And it really bumped up against my idea of being a resilient person that I didn't use that underfloor heating at all for like six months because I was just like, I do not want to get used to this ease and comfort and abundance. And then when I lose all my money and I have to go back to a cold house, then I can't cope with reality. And isn't that just like the weirdest thing that we go, I don't want to create comfort because what if I get used to this comfort? What if I can't sustain this level of comfort for the future? So we're thinking like about the future and not even going, yeah, but I can enjoy it now. I could enjoy it for today. I could experience this in the moment and have enjoyment in the moment. Oh, so interesting that we do that. Okay, I'm just going to take a little break um, because part of my keyless life too is making sure I drink enough water and doing doing things like that. When I come back from the break, we're going to talk about creating a keyless business and applying that to philosophy into every single part of your business. All right, see you in a sec. As a recovering perfectionist, chill and prosper is filled with reminders and permission to do things imperfectly, allow those emotions and take shortcuts. My favorite takeaway is her process on how to live, function and prosper, even in the company of fear. Make fear my companion on this journey. Denise stories give the ultimate permission to be yourself and do what you want in a chill way. It reminded me once again that I am enough. 
Okay, welcome back. We are talking about the keyless business and the keyless life. Now, this is a really key, important concept that I teach in my book. Um, The new book is called Chill and Prosper. It's an updated and expanded version of Chillpreneur. And I have a ton of brand new, very valuable bonuses for you. Even if you've read the previous book, I know you'll get a lot out of the new one as well. And I've got some bribes and bonuses for you um, to to get that new book. And you can uh, get all that information at denisedt.com slash prosper because the new book is called Chill and Prosper. Okay, so we're talking about taking that concept of keyless life, creating ease and automation and a frictionless experience into your business. And we often resist this because we're trying to do business like someone else. We're trying to be a good student and follow someone else's blueprint. Or we just don't know enough about ourselves to create a business in that way. So for you, it could be um, finding shortcuts. You know, instead of starting things from scratch all the time, it could be buying templates. That is my new hack, by the way, Canva templates, templates to like start a course. Like, oh, there's so many templates and systems that you can purchase from someone else, put your own flavor on it, put your own branding on it and and add value to your own life. It's incredible. Um, It could be for you, the keyless business could be hiring a team to help you, cloning yourself via hiring somebody so then you don't have to do everything yourself. Um, Creating passive income could be your keyless life so you can continue to have income coming in even if you don't feel like it or even if you're unwell or if you've got other things that you want to work on. Um, And also even things like automation, that's a keyless life. Another part of keyless life that people don't even really talk about so much, it's not about creating ease and simplicity. Some things you should just not do. Like instead of finding a hack, finding a system, finding someone to do it for you, it's like actually nobody should be doing this. Nobody should be doing it at all. And um, for me that could be, um, you know, going off into shiny objects. Like after I wrote Get Rich Lucky Bitch, I wrote Get Hitched Lucky Bitch using the law of attraction to manifest your soulmate. It was a great book. It was really fun to write, but I was like, oh, I just need to eliminate this altogether. So sometimes keyless life starts with like, oh no, just eliminate it. Nobody, nobody has to do this. Um, So an example of how this worked in my business was um, simplifying things that were kind of stressful. And a stressful thing for me was when I uh, did a book tour. I went to America. I I did I only did like four or five events, but it was like really complicated. It was it cost me like about a hundred thousand dollars because I took the family, I had event hire, I had to hire somebody to help me organize everything. And it was really fun. And if I met you on that book tour, it was so fun, but also so stressful. It was a lot of energy and it just wasn't it just wasn't as simple as I knew that it could be. And so when um, when my new book came out, I was like, oh man, how can I how can I do a book tour? So I decided to um, do it in cinemas. I found one cinema chain who had, you know, they had cinemas all over the country. And I spoke to the regional sales manager. She organized all of the dates for me. Cinemas are all like most cinemas have got like 14 different screens in them or even small ones might have two or three. So there's no big deal for them to move showings around, especially during the day, which is when I did um, my events. I did them during the week because it worked for me and worked for my family. 
And it took me a day to organize 14 tour dates, 14 tour dates. And like, yes, not every cinema worked. Some of them I was like standing the aisle kind of thing, but it they already had the seats there. They already had the AV there. There was already snacks available. Um, so everyone got popcorn and they had a seat and I didn't have to have this big complicated um, book tour. So thinking about things in your business, you might go, wow, launches are so stressful for me. Okay, well, how can you simplify launches to be way less stressful for you? You might think, oh, writing a book is so stressful for me. Okay, well, what is your keyless version of writing a book? Could you take um, a course that you've created and make a book version of it using transcripts from the course? Could you dictate the book to someone else? Would it work best for you to work with someone over six months and have accountability every week? Or would it work for you to go somewhere for like a week and just bang it out? Like there's always an easier way to do things, but you have to do it in a way that's ease for you. Not everything, we, we don't all experience this keyless life and the friction in the same way. So think about something that is stressing you out right now. Like it could be something really, really small. It could be just something, just a recurring annoyance that comes up again and again and again. It could be like, um, I hate when you have heaps of back and forths about scheduling with people. You know, it's like, oh, well, what's your time zone? Well, I'm a day ahead of you. So it's this, but it's daylight savings coming up. It's so, it's just such a little annoyance. So I never schedule anything now without using an online calendar. And I use Calendly for this. It's so cheap to set up an online calendar, but it it literally like saves so much back and forth and annoying things. Okay, so it could be something like that. It could be something you hate doing. It could be something you struggle to do. It just could be something that's repetitive again and again and again. And remember, you could just start with, do I even need to do this in the first place? Can I just eliminate this from my life and I'll never have to care about doing this ever again? Then you start to go, okay, how can I simplify this? How can I automate it? If I have to do it, can I batch it? And batching just means that you just do it all in one go. So if you go, wow, it's really hard for me to come up with um, content every week for my podcast, well, maybe you book a podcast studio and you just come up with all the ideas in one day and it just like it just batches the pain. (laughs) And then you can go, well, can I outsource this? You know, and so there are no rules. You're allowed to keep things as simple and as lean as as you want. And so a keyless business for you might be having a big team. A keyless business for someone else might be having a really small team or no team. There are no rules. It is totally, totally up to you. Um, often we make those decisions in our business because someone else has told us to. So someone might say to you, you have to hire an assistant or you have to hire this and it doesn't work for you. It, it doesn't feel good. It feels yucky. It feels horrible. So you have to do it in alignment to your um, values, your way of working, your budget, all of those things. But it always just starts with the stress, eliminating stress. Okay, so let's talk about one thing that can be a little bit controversial. But actually, if you're unsure about where to start building a keyless life, I think this is the perfect place to start. And I'm talking about your keyless home, your keyless house, because I would honestly 
if I had to get rid of all of my staff in my business, I could do everything myself. Like I love my business. I could do all of my marketing. I could do all of my logistics. Probably wouldn't love doing a few things, but but for me, my biggest stress comes from my house. And so I want you to think of building a team as quite holistic. You know, it's not so black and white. It's not so binary in today's entrepreneurial world. It is anyone who helps you achieve more in your life and business. So a keyless home might be a better use of your money than a keyless business. I have people who help me. I have people who help me clean my house. I have a daily housekeeper now. But it started with once every two weeks, somebody coming and deep cleaning the bathrooms and deep cleaning the kitchen, deep cleaning the oven. That's all they did. And then as I started to earn more money, it became weekly. And then as I started to earn more money, it wasn't just weekly for two hours. It was weekly for four hours because I found more and more things. Um, And so I have upgraded now. I have um, a daily housekeeper and I have a, a weekly deep cleaner. My housekeeper is the one who holds all of the things for for the home. She's the one who makes sure that there's toilet paper, that there is toothpaste, that we haven't run out of sugar or tea bags because all of that stuff lived in my brain and just took so much bandwidth out of my life. Um, And so that for me is probably the, the best use of that keyless philosophy If you are resisting doing money-making activities in your business, see where you can free up some time and energy by maybe getting some help at home so you don't have to think about it. That could be getting in a meal delivery service, you know, one of those packaged meals where you don't have to think about what to cook, but you could still cook, or you get the ones that are ready to go and you just heat up. Anything like that that's going to give you more bandwidth will help you create more abundance in your business. It really will. Okay, so there are my um, there are my big tips for creating that keyless life and business. Is just find those little points of friction and give yourself permission that it's allowed to be easy. It's allowed to be frictionless. It's allowed to be enjoyable, and you're allowed to spend your time, energy, and your bandwidth on things that you enjoy. You really can. Okay, I've got one more thought and tip for you straight after this final break. See you in a sec. I'm Dr. Kamari Valentine, a clinical psychologist from New Zealand. I have online meditations and want to serve more people than in one-to-one work and heard about Denise from a dear friend. I loved Lucky Bee and now Chilpreneur. Denise helps us identify childhood stories that influence mindset and behavior around money and so much more. Bootcamp is amazing. The new Chilpreneur is authentic, funny, to the point, and full of practical tips for living a rich, abundant life. Okay, welcome back. And my final thought on this is around this keyless life concept. It, it really is about loving and appreciating yourself. That's what it is. It's not about being lazy. It's not about finding shortcuts or being entitled or a diva. It really is about loving yourself and giving yourself permission for things to be easy. And um, I found this quote from Lucille Ball, who was an amazing businesswoman of her time, amazing, funny comedian, like a genius. And she said, love yourself first and everything else falls into line. You really have to love yourself to get anything done in this world. So I want you to see 
that the process of outsourcing, delegating, eliminating and simplifying things in your business is an act of self-love. So then you can show up and be there for other people and have the bandwidth to create beautiful things in your life and business. It's not selfish. It is an act of self-love. All right, my gorgeous, I will see you on next week's episode of Chill and Prosper. Have an incredible week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.